Last week on Real Garbage. Let's rock! Oh. <laughs> yeah! Coming up on this episode of Real Garbage, Jeff and Katie talk about proper bathroom etiquette. Wait, oh, did Jean-Claude Van Damme have sex with a tub? Jeff and Katie also talk about babies. Fire can't burn babies. Yeah. Babies are fireproof. Oh, man. That's all coming up on this episode of Real Garbage. But first, here's a word from our fake sponsors. This episode of Real Garbage is brought to you by Glass. Apparently, this movie had a limitless glass budget. This episode is also brought to you by Ammo. This movie also had unlimited ammo. This is real garbage. Oh my god. I don't want to get I'm not going to get political. Mm-hmm. But the first presidential debate was happening tonight. Yeah. All I'm going to say is it's just <laughs> is very interesting that the American political system has gotten to a point where you've got Donald Trump and Joe Biden debating who's going to lead that country. I know. I feel so bad for a lot of our listeners are American, I've realized. Really? Yeah, primarily in the U.S. So, Whoa. guys. Sorry. Whoa. From, from us in Canada. We're sorry. Wow. We've been talking a lot of <laughs> shit. <laughs> I like, thought of that. I was looking at the analytics going, oh. Oh. They like us. You guys really like us. You like us. What's, uh, what's happening? This, I'm loving this, this last little like kick of summer that came I back. Know, right? Ooh, it's so nice. It was, it, they had us in the first round with the smoke, and then Ooh, it man. was rainy, and then cloudy, and then the rain got rid of the smoke, and now it's beautiful again. Yeah. And what I like, though, is it's still like getting chilly at night. And a clean pair of glasses. Yes. Mm, need to see all of you. It's getting really chilly at night, actually. Like, t- I had to turn off my foot fan. So throughout the summer, throughout the summer, I have two fans, one at my head and one at my feet. And if I don't have one of them on, I guarantee we'll have nightmares because so, I'll overheat my oh, sleep. It's at your feet when you're sleeping. Yeah. Why don't you just sleep with your foot? Are you not like a put uh, one foot out of the covers kind of person? No, because Why? I've seen so many supernatural movies, oh, and that's how they on. get you. We've watched a bunch of them. We know they're not true. I know, but it, when it's 3 a.m. and the corner of your room, is, are, is it jackets? Is it a ghost? I'm not risking it. Don't hang your Wait, jacket in the corner. No, did I not tell you about this? About, like, the possible supernatural things that happened at my house? I think you did, actually. But Yeah, like the loud slamming. Everybody. Okay, so... And Brandon was a witness to this, so it wasn't just me. It was bo- the both of us. So hmm. we both can't be like dreaming it or whatever. Excuse me. Noise. Noise. <laughs> um, so what happened was one night we're going to bed and I like woke up to this loud ass noise. And it sounded like my grandpa that I live with in the next room was like in the art room banging around because my both my grandparents are night owls. And then the next day I said to him, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing last night? You were loud as hell. And he was like, when? I was like at 2.45, 3 in the morning. And he was like, I was asleep. What are you talking about? The next night or a couple nights later, um, Brandon was the one who woke up first because he was hearing noises again too. And I wasn't hearing them. And all of a sudden I feel him like leap over me and like cover me and like completely be the big spoon, but not in a cute way. And like a, (laughs) like on top of me way. And I was like, what the, what the fuck are you doing? And Bran was like, oh, it's just, it's, it's really loud next door. Like your grandpa, your grandpa's being loud again. And I said, okay, let's go check it out. So... And then eventually he said, okay, let's get our robes. And we went to the next room and it's dark. No one's in there. No one's awake in my grandparents' room across the hall. Like the house is silent. It's asleep. And we were both kind of freaked out. And then the next morning, Brandon said he leaped over onto me because he was hearing these loud noises and he woke up and he saw this like figure in the corner of my room by my door and he was so freaked out and clearly conscious and he like saw this figure that he leaped over me and was like nope 
nope, nope, nope. And that's why he didn't immediately let me get out of bed to go investigate. He was like, we got to know, just wait it out. Hmm. <laughs> and so, yeah, there, you know, with, with those two things happening, I'm not dangling anything out of bed. <laughs> My hypothesis on all this after your story is that your grandparents are freaking you out on purpose to try and get you guys to move on and get your own place. We just trying they're to save. Like, they're like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Slam. Come on. See, I would believe that if my grandma hadn't told me, like, I don't want you to leave ever. Like, I want you to stay here with That's me. That's what, yeah. You got to get a place eventually. Well, I know. We're saving for a down payment. We're not renting anything. But, oh, yeah, because I can't remember if I told you, but because of Big Daddy Serb and, you know, one good thing coming out of 2020, I'm officially debt free. Oh, right. Yeah. Feels, feels good, eh? It feels great. I've been there a couple times. Can't wait to get back there again. Right? Third time's a charm. I'm coming for you, debt free. <laughs> but, yeah, so now, rather than my money going to... Did you get those things clean yet or what? No, they're like streaky. Yeah. It's getting to the point where I need a new microfiber cloth because this, like, I need to wash this one because it's oily. It happens. Um, but it's fine. I'll just see you in a haze. <laughs> I'm right here. Um, but yeah, so we're saving, we're saving for a house. Looking at houses. I'll give it stressful. another year after all this shit's gone down. Housing crash, prices are crash, supposed to... Well, they're supposed crash, to drop crash. again. That's the prediction is they're going to go down by like 15 to 20% or something. And you know what's nice about having a place of your own with a driveway? Hmm. You can put up a basketball net. Yeah. You can play <laughs> hoops mm -hmm. like Dennis Rodman and make Ten nothing but basketball puns as oh you're playing. Oh, my God. He, I didn't realize how big he was. Like, I knew He's, he was... I knew he was a basketball player, so I obviously knew he had to be tall. But it's too tall. I maybe it's a short person thing, but there's tall like you're tall. I'm not even tall. You're like six feet. No, five ten and a half. Really? Yeah. Brandon's no. That's where him and I had the same height. Really? Yeah. That's so strange. Yeah. Wow, never realized it. So, like, yeah, you and Brandon are, are tall, and, like, people at six feet are tall to me. But then people beyond that, I'm six, like... seven. Hey! Like, I, they're just ginormous. They're like dinosaurs to me. Yeah. I remember one time when, oh, God, I was in grade 12, I think, and a couple of my friends and I ran into a bunch of these other, like, grade 12 hockey players... And, like, they just, like, surrounded us, and we were talking, and they were all, like, the tallest one was, like, 6'6". Six, six. And I remember just being, like, is this what being, like, a fairy or a troll or a gnome in tall grass feels like? Probably. Like, I was just, like... Yeah, he's six foot seven. Yeah, six he, foot seven, and Jean Claude Van Damme is five nine and a half. Yeah, he made Jean Claude Van Damme look so tiny. No, no, no. I noticed there were lots of scenes where Van Damme was standing on an apple box because they were trying <laughs> to make them the same height. I'm like, no, 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 no. They're they're that's a ten inch difference. Yeah, it doesn't look like a ten inch difference right there. They're no. like eye to eye. I'm yeah. like, mm, like it no. should almost be a foot difference, and that's okay. I think Van Damme had Tom Cruise syndrome in this one, and was like, probably. I can't appear any shorter than these people. And that's probably why there were so many like, look at me, I'm so strong montages too. Oh, that's just just a you know Van Damme thing. Yeah, part of a Van Damme movie. Like <laughs> it's the, you in can't his you can't have a Van Damme movie without at least two montages. Oh, has shit. to be two montages. Damn. These were some epic ones, too. Yeah. So you had never seen this. No, I, before we started this whole podcast, I had never in my life seen a Van Damme movie. And now I've seen, what, three? I'm going to show you two or three? Steven Seagal. Mm. You're going to have to watch Chuck Norris movie at some point. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen him either. And a, yeah. And Actually, we, and that's not true. Chuck Norris was in Dodgeball briefly as a cameo, so I did. <laughs> yeah. Golly did the thumbs up. Yeah, this Van Damme, this was an interesting combination, Rodman and Van Damme. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to break down what this movie is for people. Yes. Because it's silly. So Jack Quinn, Jean-Claude Van Damme is Jack Quinn. He is a top-rated, would you call him an operative? Operative yeah, like, for the FBI? Mm -hmm. Yes, because the deputy director sees him. So he's like an operative for the FBI. He's the best there is and best there ever will be. And... He goes into retirement, gets pulled out of retirement because his arch enemy Stavros has come back into or out of out of hiding, and then he gets killed, but is isn't dead. <laughs> gets put on an island where all the deceased operatives go, and then Stavros 
is back again. That's just so ridiculous. Yeah. And he has to come, you know, escape the island and help. It's mm-hmm. so. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A very, very strange story. <laughs> and it got 11% mm-hmm. from the critics. I was like, I have to look to see. Man. But what an opening scene. So we're introduced to Jack Quinn, and he's like standing in front of this giant truck with a trailer. Yep. While the voiceover is <laughs> like, Jack Quinn was one of the most hot shot renegade, blah, 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 there was. And they we're cutting back and forth from an FBI office where there's printouts mm-hmm. like, Jack Quinn's on board. He's going to help us. They're like, oh, my God. Jack Quinn's the man. And we're cutting back and forth between that and him. He drives this thing, this armored six-wheel truck with a trailer on it. Yeah. Jumps it through a wall. <laughs> While the title Double Team comes and out, and I'm like, the font wow. was like Snapchat font. It was. It, like- was it, it, it reminded me of a sitcom, mm-hmm. like a television NBC sitcom. Mm-hmm. I just, I, there was a specific one I was trying to think of. I just couldn't figure it out. Yeah. It was very uh, oddly, it was an odd choice. Definitely from like the free font library. They're like, oh, well, totally. you can't afford to buy actual font. Yeah, we blew the budget. Just use these. Jumps this thing through a wall and it's getting chased by hundreds now of enemies on motorcycles, in cars, jeeps, <laughs> tanks. <laughs> yeah. And they're everywhere. They're shooting at this armored thing. There's the, the tank shoots it. It somehow hits the trailer hitch behind <laughs> the truck, blows the trailer off. The trailer slowly rolls into all the enemies. And then he's like, fuck it, I'm going off road. And then somehow doesn't tear the axle off of this thing. No. The army truck full of bad guys almost tips over. Yep. All the guys fall out. <laughs> and then we just end up. Oh, yeah. He jumped. Oh, my God. He jumps a train. Yeah. And I just have to say, because you're all about soundtracks. Oh, yeah. The soundtrack to this movie. I, I think I sent you a snap of it when I was watching. Mm-hmm. I don't have to send you the jumping snap. No. But the electric guitar that just hits at the right point yeah. as he's jumping is this. Then we're in the next scene. Like, wow. I just wrote down, what an opening scene. I know. Because it really gets you in the action. Man. And then it just sets you up for (laughs) let down later. Yep. Because this movie is bad. At this point, he's in retirement with his wife. And they're at a pool. And... Um, she like pushes him in or some shit. Well, she's pregnant. He's got a pregnant wife. Yeah. They're sitting there. She's like, oh, he's like, oh, honey, uh, so good to see. I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll figure it out by the end. But she's like, oh, pushes him into the pool. And then she she just jumps in with her dress on because I guess that's what you do. Yeah. And then he's like creepily rubbing her baby bump and like going up her leg. And I'm like, you're going to get bigger and softer. I was like, stop. I know that's your wife, and like, that's great. But there's just something about him being like, mm, yeah. It was. I was half expecting because again, another thing with Van Damme movies is sex scenes. Yeah, there is quite often a sex scene in his movies in the early '90s. It was almost like he wrote it into his contract, mm-hmm. like montage listen, sex scene. I have to have montages and I have to have sex scenes. That's it. I'm not doing this movie if we don't have those. <laughs> so this deputy director of the FBI shows up and is like, "Hey, and this the way he, this everything was done with ADR." Everything was ADR. Yeah. Because this guy's voice, he's like, listen, Jack, you got to come back. You missed the game. You're a hunter, Jack. Admit it. You missed the game. You've been gone for too long. I'm like, what? Who is this guy? And eventually he tells him that Stavros is back. And that's, he's like, oh. Okay, got to get him. I got to get Stavros. And then they say like, or he says he'll be done or he'll do it in 36 hours. So... My brain made a note, and I was like, okay, this movie takes place over the span of 36 hours. No. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Just the first 10 minutes takes place over 36 hours. This movie had like, it was like a three-act play almost. Yeah, essentially. So uh, we get, so now uh, he's like, all right, I'll I'll do it. And then all of a sudden, the deputy director is going to his car, and we're introduced to Stavros. Yeah. There's a lot happening in the first five to seven minutes of this movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Stavros is in the back of his car and he's like, blah, blah, blah. Good thing that you got Jack Quinn back on here. My plan is 
going along perfectly. Swimmingly. And then he's like, oh, I left you something, by the way. And it's a car. It's a bomb. Yeah, with, and with a timer. Yeah, and the timer like looks like it says fifty-seven or seventy-five. It's counting up. And then yeah, and then all of a sudden it's like zero. Like what the so fuck? My question is, why risk that? Why be like, okay, there he is. I see him. All right, I'm gonna hit the timer on this. All right, hit that switch. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh shit, he's talking to somebody. All oh, the timer's yeah. still going. Oh fuck. Um. What do I do? Right? Like, <laughs> did he pause it and then go, Oh, by the way, I left something. Click. Got four seconds left. And also, this guy got into, like, Stavros was already in the car when this guy got into his car. So the the owner of the car, you know, beep beep, got in. And then when Stavros left, he was controlling the locks because the guy couldn't get, like, how? Because he had a second fob. I guess. There was a second fob. A second fob! Yeah, because that what, the deputy director wouldn't leave his car open for one. You yeah, know, the FBI, you're gonna yeah, you're gonna no, click no, no. that thing. You're gonna click that button. You're gonna also like have a gun on you. I was giggling though because cool guys don't look at explosions. No, that's as he's what walking I wrote. away. I'm like, cool guys, guys don't, don't look, look at, at explosions. explosions. <laughs> they turn around and they walk away. <laughs> Who's got time to look at explosions? <laughs> So then, fuck, what happens up there? Well, now he gets his crack team together. So he has to go and uh, he goes to meet Yaz. Mm. And Yaz gives him like a whole team. What? I I think that they just said to Dennis Rodman, hey, um, don't worry about wardrobe. Wear whatever you feel comfortable in. Yeah. Because he was wearing, oh my God. He was wearing a mesh tank top Mm -hmm. that had orange on the outside that came down to scoop neck. Yeah. Down to his pecs. Then it came up. Above his belly button, because he was showing off his belly button Tattoo. ring and his tattoos. Yeah. And then he was wearing high-waisted, nut-hugging, purple spandex pants. Yeah. And then his hair was... What color was it um, in that scene? I can't remember. But I remember it was multicolored later. Yeah, like, it like was in that scene. I think it was white with like the black like spiderweb-looking things. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and then man. Van Damme's talking to him. And he's like, that looks like it hurts. <laughs> and then he just basically goes through all of his piercings and he's like, these hurt. Also, Dennis, uh, I have two. Didn't hurt that bad, hmm. bitch ass. What do you mean? These hurt a lot. What do you mean? What do you mean? Just it was a weird way to introduce him. Then he's yeah. like, I need some hardware. He's like, come with me, brother. Yeah, like. <laughs> Takes him into this place, like, boom, I got this, I got this, I got that, I got that. And, and then. Van Damme pulls the pin on something he's never seen before. Yeah. And then Dennis Rodman's like, uh, did you just did you just do that? And he was like, yeah. And then they're yes. like, fire in the hole. <laughs> yeah, blows his place up. And he's like, oh, anyway, I got this. I got this. I got yeah, that. Yeah, not mad. Not pissed off at all. Why would like, somebody shows you a bunch of weapons? You're in a room full of weapons like Man in Black. Mm-hmm. You don't just start pulling pins no. and pulling triggers. No. You're like, hey, what does this do? Cool. What does this little thing do? Yeah. Cool. I'm not going to pull this. You don't just do it willy-nilly. handed me a grenade. It wouldn't be like, where's this pin for? Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Stupid. It's so like he, the Three Stooges. So yeah, he gets a Delta team. He gets a Delta team. So they're all hanging out, and he's giving them the, the, the rundown of what they're going to do. They're going to find him at an amusement park, apparently. Yeah, at a carnival. I love this one statement that Van Damme has, though. He says, Stavros is a snake. If you look at him in the eye, he'll get you in the back. Like, yeah. I don't think Jean-Claude Van Damme understands how snakes work. No, they don't. They're not dual. Well, it's not like cat dogs. It's not like raptors. Like this one's staring at you all of a sudden. Yeah. You get bit in the back of the head by the other one. It's like you can quite easily, like if this is a snake. All right. A snake. A snake. A snake. A snake. A snake. <laughs> but like if this is a snake, if you grab it by its tail and it's like curling up and looking at you, then yeah, it'll like... Hmm. But if like if you if you handle snakes and you like have it right there, like it can't do shit. <laughs> Hello, Saint Louis. <laughs> Are you ready to do some stand up? What's the deal what? with podcasts? <laughs> Is it a TV show or a radio show? Everyone has one. <laughs> it's, it's what they do. <laughs> Maybe there's a serpent saying in French that doesn't translate quite I, properly to English, and I he just, was just giving her. I just didn't understand his, like, if you stare at him in the eyes, it'll get you in the back. I'm like, well, only if you turn around, I guess. Like, are you, but are you, you can't stare him in the eye. Yeah, are you like, stop. Spinning, yeah, like, lose <laughs> my back, snake. Get it. 
Yeah, it just didn't make sense. So they go to this amusement park in the rain. Seems like an odd place to try and get them. Yeah, also I'm pretty sure an amusement park wouldn't be open in the rain. Like all the rides would be shut down. And how many people were just like walking around, enjoying themselves? Oh, let's have some ice cream in the rain. (gasps) Eat cotton candy in the rain. Yeah, that would melt. I would just, right now, I just want to see cotton candy just get hit by water. Oh, yeah. It would would just obliterate into nothing. Just turn into a giant little candy ball. Yeah. Like, think about when you put a big chunk in your mouth and it just goes. Oh, yeah. It just hardens. Cotton candy. I, oh, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So, shit goes down. Shit goes sideways. They end up killing Stavros, his six-year-old son. And, like, wife. That lady. Oh, yeah. They kill a wife, I had no idea that that was Stavros's wife or son i had to read the wiki and then i was like oh that that was the love of his life and his kid didn't seem like it Mm -hmm. it seemed like he just came across this poor family in the crossfire and he had a soft spot for kids and with a kid hidden under her coat look at me yeah it's just six-year-old yeah didn't make sense so in this yeah but there's a lot of bullets you're saying endless bullets yeah he he runs out he he runs out with one gun Mm -hmm. shoots with this one then is like crying and stuff then's like shoots with this one that was empty already yeah and then keeps shooting with the other one i'm like when are you reloading but it, oh man, in this Van Dam dodges bullets by <laughs> jumping on the ground and basically doing capoeiro or capoeira. How do you how do you say capoeira? Capoeira, capoeiro. That dance fighting oh, does like a yeah. full like whoop and then and then the weird slow mo like boom. That was going to be my first brought to you by <laughs> slow motion because uh, another part of a Van Damme movie is you have to have a copious amount of slow motion mm. and fast cuts and yeah, weird so, zooms to the yep, face. So many a lot of those. weird transitions and cuts in this. Man. Yes. I'm glad you brought up slow motion though because there's a ton. Yeah. In this, in every Van Damme movie. It's, mm. it's, if it's not slowed down, then I don't know what you're watching. <laughs> if it's not slowed down, it's not Van Damme. Stavros ends up running away here. Into a hospital. Yeah. Van Damme chases him mm-hmm. and jumps through not one, but two windows yep. willingly. Yeah. It's just, I had to rewind this and watch it again because I was laughing so hard. Because yeah. he's, he's like sitting there with his gun. Stavros, I think Stavros is talking to him at that time. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, I'm going to do this. You killed my six-year-old son. I'm going to get your kid, blah, blah, blah. And then Van Damme's like, Gah! Yeah, and just smashes, <laughs> smashes through it head first, rolls, and then is like, through a second one. I'm like, what? Why? Throw something yeah. through it. Why throw your, oh, uh, wait, he, then he throws a chair through another one, mm-hmm. and then Stavros shoots the chair, and that's when, yeah, that's when Van Damme jumps through the second window. <laughs> like, man, He's like, there's, gotcha. there's easier ways to get one from one room to the other. Windows aren't the safest bet. Is Van Damme like class Tom- proof? Oh, no. <laughs> um, is he like Tom Cruise with regards to doing his own stunts and stuff? Oh, I doubt it. You like there was in this scene, he fights, so they fight. Yeah. And Van Damme's doing the fighting, but you notice you don't see Rourke's face once. Yeah. In that whole scene, you just see his back. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't even think that's him. No. He ends up running away. He, uh, I read the trivia and it said he did extensive martial arts training for his fight with Van Damme at the end of the movie. Yeah, the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah, this one, I was like, hmm. yeah, he it seems like he wasn't even there. Yeah, just some other dude. I'm like, okay. And right. then he grabs a baby because they're yeah. in the baby part of the hospital and is like running around with it, and then launches a grenade into the like hospital bassinet thing for oh. some fucking reason. And these grenades are the most explosive grenades I've ever seen. Yeah, like, selective explosive though. Oh, well. Van Damme was <laughs> obliterated to the point where they could fake his death. The baby, totally fine. And the baby mm-hmm. was in front of Van Damme when he was pushing it away from the bomb. Like, what the fuck? Babies aren't affected by bombs <laughs> or COVID. They don't. They're totally bomb-proof. They bomb-proof go- babies. <laughs> Trust me. Believe me. <laughs> this. <laughs> so he gets his back full of shrapnel. And yeah, wakes up in the island. I forgot mm-hmm. about this island. Because I had seen this years ago. And I was like, I can't remember if I have or not. I only remember two distinct things. Dennis Rodman <laughs> and his weird outfits. And uh, Van Damme getting tripped in the end of that fight. Oh, and like yeah. sliding just, on his face. Yeah, just fucking oh, eat shit. For like 10 feet. Just. <laughs> oh, I remember watching that three times over. Like, damn. Um. But yeah, so the whole like the whole reason this island exists is so weird to me 
because the they explain it. We created this island to house the people that we can't afford to be killed, but we can't afford to have them out in the in the world. Like you failed your mission killing Stavros. So everyone is going to think you're dead, but we're going to have you on this island because you're more valuable to us alive, but we're not going to let you leave the island. So your value isn't going to be used. Like what the fuck? Basically just have them sitting around computers. It's a forced retirement home. Yeah. Listening to problems that other people have. Yeah. And like terrorist threats and helping other. And going, you guys got an opinion on this? Yeah. No. Cool. Go check, go, go check in. (laughs) Go put your thumb on the scanner. Yeah, they have to like scan in to make sure they're still there. Which, what I was thinking about is this island seems to have a lot of tech. There are a lasers ton. that will, you know, eviscerate you. Oh, There's just the, imagine how many whale carcasses there are. I know, there. right? Just pieces floating everywhere. There's <laughs> uh, the thumbprint scanner to make sure you're there. There's the technology to track globally, like the terrorist groups and how to defuse stuff. But there aren't any cameras. None. Like none. What? Not a one. Like okay, sure. No. Blew the budget on the <laughs> lasers. No automatic locks on their doors. Nope. No security people. No. no checking guards. on them in their rooms ever at all. Nope. Oh, because like they're. I'll bring it up after. And the way <laughs> the way they describe this island is like Themyscira from Wonder Woman. Because at one point, Van Damme is like, how do you keep this hidden? Like, how has nobody found this? And then that one main guy who we see later just says that it's a well-kept secret from the world. And I'm like, is this the male, all-male-dominated do- all Themyscira of Wonder Woman? It's the island of misfit hitmen. Yeah. Themyscira is just across the way, and they send like smoke Hello. signals to each other, like, hey, what's up? That's where they're getting those big uh, ki- things they pick up with the plane. Yeah. Hey, we'll take it back over there. It just, we it's see you. so weird to me. So now we cut back to his wife, who's like mourning. They don't really give us a passage of time either. No. There's no funeral for him. There's no like three months later. Yeah. Blah, blah. Like, the only time we do know the time passes is when he's on the colony. Mm-hmm. But with when the, he has his calendars. His wife is at home just <laughs> bawling her eyes out. <laughs> this woman calls. She doesn't even say hello. She picks up the phone and it's like, hello, Catherine. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. We'd love to come and put your sculptures on parade. Mm-hmm. And she's come to Rome. <laughs> crying on the other end. She hasn't said a word. This woman's like, yes, we'll see you in Rome. Yes. We'll send for you. Ciao, darling. Like, it's like Cruella de Vil. What kind of <sighs> human are you that like. Cruella de Vil. Well, yeah, but if somebody was crying on the other end of the phone, I know. Wouldn't, wouldn't you kind of go, hey. Are you all right? Yeah, you're right. You haven't said anything yeah. the whole time I've been talking. So. You, you good, every, bro? Everything good? Yeah. <laughs> you sound like you're crying. You're not crying? How's, how's your husband? Yeah. Good? Oh, oh, he's missing? Oh, oh, he's dead? Oh, he's dead. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, still, we want to put your sculptures on. See you in Rome. Yes. <laughs> Ciao, darling. <laughs> I'm just laughing. I'm like, wow, you inconsiderate, art-loving mother... <laughs> <laughs> you are a loving mother... <laughs> now we get a montage of supplies and cigarettes. Oh, watching Van Damme smoke was, was really weird. He said mm-hmm. that one scene where he's like... And he's like and holding it, it in. Yeah, he can't it inhale away. it. It cuts away. So he just he went. Yeah. Pop. Cut. And he's like. <laughs> You're not cool enough, man. You're not. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got to be cool as smoke. Yeah. Now we got our first training montage. Yes. Training montage with the best electric guitar in the background ever. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> so. Yeah, he's training. He's getting stronger. He starts doing pull-ups and fucking hanging sit-ups on his. On his strange awning. door frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this seems like an odd door frame idea. Like, let's just put up some lattice work up here. Yeah, when he did that thing on the wall with his legs, it reminded me of when I was a kid. My grandparents had a hallway that was the perfect. Like, I could put my feet on yeah. either side and like spread them and be standing there like that. And I was like, wow. When I was a kid, I was <sighs> pulling Jean Claude Van Damme shit all the time on my walls. You kind of had to do that. Right at, at home, yeah, yeah, right. the house. So we get two training montages. Mm-hmm. He's so he's testing the cigarette, the length of yeah, the, how, how he long can he can hold, hold his, his breath. breath. I thought that was really it's a cool like, idea. Yeah, something interesting though. You couldn't do that now because cigarettes now are full of like shit that stops it from burning when you're not smoking it. 
So if I lit a cigarette right now and put it on the table and put it upside down or put it standing on yeah. its end, it would stop burning at one point. It would go out. Whoa. It's fucked up. Yeah. So you couldn't just leave a cigarette burning. At least when I smoked, they were like that. I, maybe Weird. they've changed. I'm not sure. But pretty sure, yeah, they will, they'll go out if you just <gasps> hold them in your hand. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. So we had, in, in amongst these training montages, he gets a message from Stavros somehow that yeah. Stavros is like, I'm going to find your wife and find he, your Yeah, he is like, kid. I have your butterfly. Oh, that's right. The butterfly. Yeah. And Which I love how Van Damme immediately was like, that's for me. That message is yeah. for me. It has to be mine. Yeah. Then the next scene, he's doing, oh my God. <laughs> he f- <laughs> a clawfoot bathtub. This yeah. I could not stop laughing. I know. I was watching it and Brandon looked over and he was like, what the <laughs> f- is this? So <laughs> if you haven't seen the film, everybody. Just watch this montage. Claude Van Damme is doing squats with a full bathtub, mm-hmm. a belt around his neck. Yeah, like a sheet that yeah. he attached. Oh, yeah. Takes his sheets and ties them around the, the legs of the tub. It, I'm pretty sure it's a clawfoot tub, yeah. which is heavy to begin with. Yeah. Full of water. That had to be like a 600-pound tub or more. Mm-hmm. He's doing squats. Then he like remembers Stavros in his mind, and he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And basically like, yeah, Ugh. he's like. Has a full-on orgasm at the <gasps> end before he sets the tub down and mop up. My goodness. It that, was intense. I, 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 and you I, saw I might those... have to edit it into this. those veins coming out and I'm like are you okay bro? Holy He's shit. so vascular. Yeah. But that was a hilarious scene. And then oh this got me. Him <laughs> cutting off his mm. fingerprint. Oh for his uh, Rube Goldberg is it Rube Goldberg? Is that the name of that thing? Where he's like one thing hits another thing then another thing another thing. I this, think so. I think Rube Goldberg. Mm-hmm. I'm probably wrong. Rube Goldberg. Machine. Yeah, like the domino effect thing so he can hit his thumbprint. Like that disgusted <laughs> me. When I saw him slicing that, I was like... Oh. <laughs> so in the last chunk of the montage, he's like pulling down a bucket full of rocks and oh, kicking yeah, it with his other leg. kicking it. This goes back to what we were saying earlier. Where was the security guard going like, hey... What are you doing with that bucket and those rocks? Yeah. What are you taking them to your room for? Or hearing, he, like, hearing this noise in his room and being like, hey. Yeah. What are you doing in there? What are you doing? Kicking rocks? Yeah. And another thing, I just realized this. Where did he get the drinking bird? Or whatever that thing was. Oh, or what, yeah. Or did, or sorry, did he yeah. make that? Was or it made no, out of a pencil was, and eraser yeah, yeah. or something? Yeah, pencil and eraser. Oh, yeah, he did yeah. make it. But, like, where did he get all this shit to make this thing? He's carved a chunk out of his table. Yeah. It's all set up. I'm like, if one person came in, you're like, the the, the guy running the place was like, like, wait a minute. What you doing? What's this, this setup you got here? Why is your thumbprint on that eraser? But then again, it makes sense why they're, like, thinking about it, the logic, it kind of makes sense why there wasn't any security because they were so cocky, no one could get out See? because of the lasers and all that shit. Classic bad guy mistake, yeah. though. Thinking like, ah, we got this guy. <laughs> I can't asses. This guy, like, that's the thing. These guys are apparently the best of the best. Yeah. They're the best agents around. You think just lasers are going to stop them? Well, would you People you honestly... escaped off. If you, okay, here's, here's what I just thought of. I didn't think about this until now. But this is an invisible island in the middle of the ocean with lasers in the front. People in the 60s escaped Alcatraz. Like, talk about not learning from your mistakes here. Those were just common criminals. These guys yeah. are like trained operatives. As soon as you said, like, these are guys are the best of the best, I'm like, yeah. And there were these three dudes who escaped Alcatraz by making wax head sculptures and clipping their own hair and gluing it on. Like, it, yeah, it <laughs> seems a little careless to just think it's nobody's going to escape. The last person to try to escape, whoa, let me tell you about that guy. Yeah, he got zapped. It's, it, it's just, yeah, carelessness. Yeah. Didn't make sense. So now he escapes. He escapes. Oh, I'm just laughing at this too because he's standing on the edge of the mountain and he's like, 
All right, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to do it. Here it goes. He takes off his watch and he throws his watch. And I'm just thinking, man, if that watch hit a laser, set the whole <laughs> alarm off. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's like lockdown. Yeah. Turn that plane around. He's like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh shit. <laughs> like just that one thing just <laughs> it all up for him. Mm-hmm. He's like, ah, oh, I should not have thrown that. And then. So it hits the water right after the lasers turn off, like split second after. Yeah. Swims underwater the whole way yeah. to the dock. To, yeah. So let's say he can hold his breath for three minutes. It's pretty good. Let's say three to four minutes. But, but then where does a scuba diver come from? Where does a scuba diver get a plastic bag? Yeah. And for what reason? And how can you, like, by putting a plastic bag over his head, it, like... <laughs> You're trying to suffocate him underwater? <laughs> He's already there, bro. He already cannot breathe. Yeah, that seemed so redu- <laughs> it seemed so redundant. Because I'm like, you don't, he's suffocating already. If yeah. you just keep him underwater. Hold his leg. You don't need a bag. Yeah. Yeah, he could have just held his leg. Right? What would have been the easiest thing to do? Just, well, nope, nope, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, can't kick me. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. But instead, he's like, no, I'm going to get right in up close and personal with this <laughs> hit man extraordinaire. <laughs> yeah. Better put a bag over his head underwater just in case he tries to breathe. And like, why? Why was that scuba diver swimming around with a plastic bag to begin with? I know. Did he, Was it all sealed up and then he opened the bag and put it over his head? Because if he did that, maybe there was a little oxygen in there and it would be a bad idea. Like, just it doesn't make sense. And then this part. We're trying to keep plastic out of the ocean, all right? That's what my second thought was. The guy just went like, oh, shit, there's a guy underwater. Oh, a plastic bag. Perfect. Yeah. I need something to suffocate him. Oh, shit, a piece of whale. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. like it's Those lasers, just careless. I'm sure things won't swim through them, but it's got to be a fish, like a brand new fish one day. like Yeah. Or a baby. I just ba- a baby A baby whale is like. Mmm. <laughs> yeah. Gets mowed down with these lasers. That's my whale sound. Sweet. <laughs> He's like, so his plan is to, he made himself a harness. He's got chain somehow again. He's just got this shit yep. like rope and chain and pulleys <laughs> now with the bucket. And he's got a chain and he's going to hook hook on to the giant Plane. Cr- uh, crate when he gets yeah. taken away. And he punches a hole. Through the dock. Yep. Through the planks on the dock. And with crawls his bare through. fist. Crawls through all in a matter of seconds because he's like, oh, there's the plane. Punches through, hooks on, makes enough room to crawl through, and then boom, hangs onto it. Yeah. And hangs onto it for what appeared to be a good 10 minutes, let's say. Oh, yeah. Up to cruising altitude, 20,000 feet. Mm-hmm. Let's say he's at 10,000 feet. That's still not going to be, well, it's not going to be super cold, but it's not going to be warm. Yeah. You're soaking wet, too, mm-hmm. traveling at, what, planes go at like 400 miles an hour? Yeah. Is it that fast? Yeah, it's yeah. like... Over a thousand kilometers an hour. Four hundred miles an hour. So you're wet, you're tired, you're cold. You're going fast. And he's just like, I'm not holding go. Yeah. And then he climbs up and then beats the shit out of all the guys. Are you wearing a parachute? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, all right. They should have been like, no, I'm not. <laughs> oh crap. But this whole thing is my backpack. Yeah, it's why I don't go anywhere without it. I just had to point this out. You cannot hear people yelling at that altitude. Oh, um, yeah. The air. You can't. But like they falls out of the plane and all hears, ah! <laughs> like, mm, nope. Mm, I don't think that would work. Not a chance. He meets up with Yaz again to rally the troops again and get equipment to take down S- Stavros. Stavros. Oh, yeah. He asks, um, he asks Yaz because he's like, oh, wait, I need some stuff. And then again, he's looking at you. He goes, you got money, right? He's like, well, I'm going to pay you later. He's like, no. Dead yeah. man don't get credit, bitch. Yeah. And he asks him, can you fly a plane? He goes, like a bird. I'm like, mm, that doesn't instill a lot of confidence. I don't think birds can fly planes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just, can you fly a plane? Like a bird. Can you fly a plane? Imagine like a bird. A bald eagle with a full flight suit hat on. Yeah. Can you fly this thing? <laughs> Dude, why aren't you flying yourself? I totally want a t-shirt with a... I want that on a t-shirt now. My upstairs neighbor, the daughter, is apparently an artist. So I'm going to get her to design some shit because uh, my sister never drew anything for me. If you're listening, Rach, it's been like five weeks now. Still waiting on that uh, t-shirt. Boom, drawing. roasted. Yeah, got to call her out. Probably won't hear this anyway. Uh, so, oh, yeah. So we instantly go from like, in, in a span of eight minutes, we're at like, okay, now they're back in a plane again. Wearing... <laughs> 
Holy shit. They're not parachutes. No. They're not parachutes. They're basketballs. They are basketballs because at this point, they have made about, I don't know, eight, eight to ten basketball puns. Basketball puns. I forgot about that. And those they jump right out of a plane together. Holy. Jump out of a plane together, pulls a cord on them that creates a basketball around them. They hit the ground and bounce. This is untested, by the way, because Rodman states, I haven't tested it. I built it. Yeah. Like he just believes in himself yeah. that much. I wish I had that kind of belief Right? In I wish I had that self-confidence. I wish I had the belief that Dennis Rodman had oh. in his homemade parachute basketball. Oh. Wow. That was so funny. So this was Van Damme's way of getting back to his house and to his wife. Yeah. And it's a total trap. Mm-hmm. And again, this is another one of those things where, like, how did you know when to set the timer? I know, <laughs> on all the bombs. Because his house, there's a baby it's a bomb baby. It's a baby Ew, bomb. Oh, yeah. Bomb baby. Bomb baby. Bomb I'd, bomb baby. written something bomb. else for that, too. Oh, yeah, just baby bomb. It's a trap. Baby bomb bomb baby. But it's baby like bomb, he, bomb, he, he breaks baby. into his own house, and the, his wife, mm-hmm. the actress, is like, oh, we'll put the baby to bed. Puts the baby down. Coming, dear. Somebody summoned her. Yeah. But he didn't really question didn't, that at all. Yeah, and like she didn't have her baby yet, so. And then he walks up to the the cradle to look at the baby. He's like, oh, spins it over, and it's like, boop, boop, Yeah. Boop. <laughs> Had like three seconds left on it. Again, how did you know when he was getting there? I know. Who set the timer? Because like, I don't think she looked at it and just went like, all right, baby, click. Maybe she did. And gave, she's like, I don't think 10 seconds is enough. Click. <laughs> like walks away and then she just breaks into yeah. a full sprint, dives to a... That's place, the go-to move. And the place blows yeah, up. Yeah, the whole place <sighs> is just eviscerated. He jumps out. I think he... No, he gets blown through a door, I think. Yeah. Not a scratch on him. And then like a hundred dudes start shooting at him. I know. <laughs> and he jumps into the pool. <laughs> oh, man. Bullets can't go through water. No, they can they get like a foot or two. And this girl comes walking up. That was the pretend wife. And he looks, were we supposed to know who she was? No, I don't think so. Because he's, he's like gun up, pointing at her. And she's like, boom, 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 walking down, looking all fucked up from the yeah, fire. Yeah. And then pulls out a grenade and he's like, closes his eyes and just fires. Maybe he just doesn't like hurting women. I that I think that's what we're supposed to think. Yeah. But by this point, like I don't think he has any emotion at all. Right? Yeah, he just doesn't seem like he gives a shit about anything. <laughs> but that's classic Van Damme. True. His best, you know what? His best performance ever was a show he did and I wish they did another season of this. It's called Jean-Claude Van Johnson. It's on Prime oh, Video. Oh yeah, you've told told me. Yeah. Man, there was a there's a scene in there I <laughs> cried. He put forth such a powerful performance in one episode. I was like, God damn, Jean-Claude. Oh. Do that to me. It was, so it he was, can actually pull, out, he's pull ma- it out. He's making fun of himself in this show. Oh, love and it. And that's what makes it even better. Because he's, yeah. he's, he's completely making fun of the fact that he was a <clears throat> pompous dickwad when he was an actor, when he was famous. And then... Um, oh, yeah. The pool grenade caused a yeah. fiery explosion. Yeah. Again, selective explosions. Yes. Because something blew up outside of the pool first. Then the pool exploded in a mm-hmm. fiery blaze. Yeah. Which doesn't make any and then logical af- sense. I know. And then <laughs> after this, Dennis Rodman agrees to help him. And they're like undercover in Rome or France. Mm-hmm. They, I looked it up and they filmed on location in every single place. So they were in Rome. They were in France at one point. They were in, in Antwerp, nice. Belgium. Yes. Way back when they first get introduced to Rodman. Yeah. Um, That's where he steals the car. Yes. So they're on location for whatever wherever this is. And they made Jean-Claude Van Damme look like a hipster. Like oh, his man. his outfit, his piercing, his hair. I have seen that man downtown Victoria. I his, have seen that person before. His, he looked like the the son, the the boyfriend of Darlene on the old Roseanne show. I don't know if that mm. if you're going to get that reference. Somebody might be going, "Yeah, he does," but mm-hmm. I can't remember that guy's name. Yeah, that outfit was hilarious. I could smell the patchouli. <laughs> so yeah, this is where he gets lured by Stavros. By, yeah, into the yeah he gets lured with his wife in the car, and he exposes himself, and then he runs into the trap, and there's a sniper, 
But then all these other dudes are there as backup. And it's just so chaotic what ensues. A lot of uh, All on. these explosions, all these unlimited guns with am- or unlimited ammo guns. Who's, who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? Guys in suits shooting. <laughs> guy on a horse shooting. Oh, that horse guy. Horse cop there was uh, crazy. Just started... Uh, yeah. Couldn't even hold his helmet. He was just shooting blindly yeah. into, into a crowd of into a wedding. Yeah, and like he wasn't he wasn't shooting at Van Dam or at Stavros. He was just shooting at people. Like it made me think: Are you involved in this, or <laughs> are you just a psychopath? That's like, hey, I'm taking. You got to take the opportunities that come to you, bro. Ah! This is my chance. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it was just so chaotic and weird. And oh, in didn't... all this, Dennis Rodman lifted a man. Oh, yeah. Over a taxi cab off of his feet through. through. He's up. He's in. Plate glass window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, more glass. Oh, my God. All I couldn't stop glass. laughing. Every piece of glass was broken in this movie. And then Jean Claude Van Damme chases. Some guy, no, no, that Asian guy into this house, and then this Asian, the foot switchblade. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, knife foot guy. Yeah, (laughs) he just—they're fighting, and the guy has his bare feet, and he's like, and then it's behind him, and then it's like, yeah, the switchblade clips open in between his toes, and I'm like, what the is that? It would make more sense if you just held the knife and used your feet to kick. Exactly. It just seemed. Because like there were points where he was landing on his feet, and I'm going, "Are you landing on the knife? Yeah, are or you... are you landing on the side of your foot?" It just didn't make sense. <laughs> None of this movie made sense. That's why I picked it. True. Now we meet the monks, the mm-hmm. cyber nerd. What do you call them? Cyber monks? Yeah, cyber the, nerds. The cyber ha- monks. Yeah. The, the monk brotherhood. The monks that can hack into mainframes and security stuff. I did write down one. Uh, pun because after this they're like thanks brothers thanks we're gonna go to this coliseum now because that's where stavros is Mm -hmm. and they're trying to break into it which is actually no it's a hospital it's a hospital it's a hospital coliseum yeah is it a hospital coliseum that it seemed like it because it doesn't seem to like words it doesn't seem like the location changed a kala hospital kala hospital kala hospital yeah, call a hospital. Call- <laughs> no, we're going to the call a hospital. No, call a hospital. Call a hospital. 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 Or a Coliseum Hospital. Yeah. Also, can we discuss the fact that simultaneously Catherine is going into labor and she's not screaming, she's not yelling. Her labor is literally like It's a labor of love. Like she's pooping. Like <laughs> Just oh God, that was tough. Like, oh hot, 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 hot. Oh. Oh hot, 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 hot. Like if Something. no, bitch, <laughs> she isn't in labor. She is. She's pooping. She's faking it. Yeah. She's constipated. She, yeah. I'm constipated. I just not. It wasn't believable, and it pissed me off because I mean I've never had a child, but I know. <laughs> I've taken some big shits in my life though. <laughs> No, like, I know, allegedly, how painful, like, having a kid is supposed to be. Oh, I don't imagine it's a pleasant experience at all. No. All right, so he meets up Stavros in this Coliseum hospital, and they're in a minefield that he has set up. <laughs> Again, where's the security that's keeping an eye on this hospital Coliseum, making sure that no one is in there digging holes in the arena, <laughs> planting <laughs> mines? Yeah, because, like... Old amphitheaters in Rome and Athens, Greece, those are like sacred protect- Yeah, sacred, protected. Those are pieces of history. Some guy can't just do 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 do. Yeah. Just gonna go dig a couple holes in the Colosseum. Are you guys cool with that? Yeah, and then I like ironically in the city of Jesus, like where the, the where the Vatican is, puts crosses blo- like indicating where the mines are. It just seemed like a really overly elaborate. This plan. guy loved <laughs> bombs. Like he and had no other weapon of choice. It was explosives or nothing. It's too bad that was his downfall. Yeah. <laughs> and then he releases a tiger into the Coliseum too. And I was like, did you take that tiger from the amusement park? Because when we were at the amusement park, it was showing this tiger locked well, up. They definitely use the same tiger. And I was like, did you steal that tiger, bro? I appreciate they used a real tiger. 
It seemed like Yeah. I was waiting for a CGI there at one point, but I was like, right? ooh, no CGI. That's a yeah. real tiger mauling those people. I know. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rodman. Because Rodman came in when, full speed on a motor motorbike. Oh man. Grabs the basket with the child in it and is like, yay! Van Damme's like, the crosses are mines! <laughs> Careful! And he's like, and just proceeds to put the baby in some random catacomb hole in this crumbling, <laughs> half-broken-down coliseum. It's so reckless. Okay. So He's like, I'll come back for you. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I love how it took him a solid 30 seconds to drive the half length mm-hmm. of that arena. I know. He's like, there are mines. It pops a wheelie. Burr, 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 yeah. burr, goes past a couple of them. We see a couple more scenes, and all of a sudden, burr, he's still in there. I'm like, what are you still doing in there? Get out of here. And now, yeah, it puts the puts the baby in a hole somewhere. How would you even know where that was? Like, it's I know a, it's a that place he just is a maze. Happily, happy accident. He happily came across that. So yeah, Van Damme's like, okay. So after they get shit settled, he's like, you take care of my kid. I'll go get Stavros. Mm-hmm. And this is one of my favorite parts. He is running full tilt back into the <laughs> arena, and Stavros just boom chucks out the kick and just trips him. Full on eight shit. <sighs> Like full like contact slid like eight feet across the ground, yeah, just like <laughs> baseball slid. And then we just see whoop, cut to his face, like whoop, hey, what's going on? Yeah, and he was like, Ugh. so he martial arts the f- out of Stavros. Yeah, and also, I love that Stavros is just shirtless this whole time and jacked. Yeah, like Mickey Rourke got jacked for this, and I was expecting. Well, sorry, was this before or after? Because you said there's like a point where Mickey Rourke's face. Just got f***ed up. Is this before or after plastic surgery? This is before. Okay, I thought so because he yeah. looked he looked normal. Yeah. Um, with Mickey Rourke's shirt being off this whole time, I was greatly anticipating Jean Claude Van Damme's shirt to get ripped off by the tiger yeah. or by Stavros himself, and I was kind of disappointed it didn't. I was like, really, you're gonna let Mickey Rourke flex on you like that in your own <laughs> movie? You didn't prefer his uh, his rags? His, yeah, his tattered Tarzan loincloths. Yeah, what was he wearing? He was wearing at one point. I'm like, I want That's his still tote. that hipster. Oh, where did he even get that? I don't like know. just that that shirt one looked, in Rome? looked like a painting cloth that has been <laughs> formed into a t-shirt and he had a fur vest. I was jealous of the vest. Yeah, that I, one, yeah. I will say nice. I want that vest. Um I want the vest. I really like the vest. I really like the vest. And then uh oh, yeah, Yaz comes back and like steps on a mine and um Stavros is like, "Hey, you big-footed idiot. You just yeah. stepped on this." And then you see Yaz tinkering, dicking around. Puts the pin back in. Yeah. And he and Van Damme are fighting, and then Van Damme like slams his foot down on the ground on a cross, and Stavros is like, <laughs> and backs right up into one. And Dennis Rodman's like, <laughs> I moved some around. Den- Sorry. Dennis Rodman takes way too long to go, I moved some of your crosses. He's, yeah. like, he's like, well, you know, when I first got here and I saw this and thought, this is kind of interesting. Look at these mines. What are these crosses for? Hmm. hmm. Anyway, like, he just explained then, this to him. I'm like, just yeah. say you moved his crosses. And then I moved it around. Man. And then meanwhile, Stavros at this point is like, I should have stepped yeah. off the fucking. Yeah. I'm wow. Done. Um, so then the tiger f- f- finds itself back into the Coliseum. And Stavros is about to face off with this tiger. And I'm just, I'm, I'm just thinking... You're really not going to say shit. You know, he this was scared. Like, knew he was dead. True. This was only a 93 minute long movie, too. So he was like, yeah, I'm, That's I'm, true. I'm done with my lines. Gets blown up by his own mind. By his own bomb. Which sets off a chain reaction. I, I, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that if a mine blew up next to another mine, the other mine wouldn't explode. I don't think they're made like that because then minefields wouldn't work. Yeah, that's true. Think about it. If you set yeah. a, if you set a thousand mouse traps next to each other, set one off, it's gonna set off a chain reaction, set them all off. Yeah. Mines don't operate like mouse traps. Yeah. If one blew up, that's the only one that would blow up. But no, this whole Coliseum blows up like a f- Michael Bay movie.
Well, Michael Bay was part of it, I'm pretty sure. Was he? I swear to God, I saw his name. No, 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 no. I'm thinking of the first purge. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> like, no way. No, I didn't hear any. I'm th- I was thinking of another movie I watched for fun. Yeah, this place explodes. And then Dennis Rodman pulls the very first um, crystal skull moment <laughs> and saves him, himself, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, the spy guy who unexplainedly escaped as, as well. Oh, oh, oh. He oh. just popped in there. Hang on. We didn't bring this up at all. <laughs> yeah. He escapes a high, sec- well, high, sec- high security. With the lasers. Yes. He, he, he escapes that place. He was there for longer than Van Damme. So how did... No, 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 no. I mean, Van Damme escapes. Oh, yeah, This yeah, yeah. place in this movie. Yeah. And nobody comes looking for him. Oh, yeah, I know. Not one person from the colony is like, they're like, find this guy. So that's why I assumed that guy was the guy who was sent to follow him. That that makes sense. But why isn't that a part of the movie? I know. This guy escaped. It should be like, we we got somebody escaped. We got to find him. Yeah. Let's send a crack team of misfit hitmen to get him to add another element to this. Nope. (laughs) We just briefly see this one guy. I was like, why is nobody trying to find him? They're like, he escaped. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? So, yeah, then Rodman saves himself, Van Damme, the third guy and the baby, by using a vending machine to, oh, yes. to block the explosion. And immediately I was like, so that's where Indiana Jones, Crystal Skull, got the idea the fridge, with the, the fridge f- and the oh. atomic bomb. I just wrote, yeah, a uh, well-placed Coca-Cola vending machine. Yeah. Uh, nice product placement. And, nice and again, jumping can, the shark. Fire can't burn babies. Yeah. Babies are fireproof. Nope. You can't burn a baby. And then the guy that was sent from this place to, I guess, bring Van Damme in. I don't know. He just pulls a gun randomly. And then Dennis Rodman flips his plastic coin. That lucky coin is a smoke bomb slash has was also used as a bomb previously in the movie. And then Van Damme takes the only car we see and drives away with his kid. But then the car is still there for. Yaz and the other she guy that's like <laughs> what and then Yaz is like oh they're gonna blame this on me I wonder how much this is gonna <clears throat> cost then and then like, that's it I'm gonna go play some basketball yeah <sighs> I, I I don't know why but I skipped ahead to see if there was after credits there was not no not not, not in the late 90s not in Van Damme movies yeah that was double team that was double team <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious oh yeah. What's your real rating on this one? My real rating is two yanked up baby baskets. Bassinets? No, no, the the basket, the literal basket that this kid was in, in at the end. Two yanked up baby baskets. The hell's a bassinet? A, what is a, what's a bassinet? A bassinet then? is like the like crib, but like it can the, rock. Oh, okay. Whereas I don't know baby stuff. Yeah, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's what it is. Um, yeah, so two babies yeeted in a basket <laughs> by a motorcycle going full speed out of 10 thrusting oh. bathtub lifts. <laughs> okay. What's your real rating? I real rate this. Three flying roundhouse kicks out of 10 clawfoot bathtub <laughs> scenes. <laughs> It was your typical Van Damme movie. Like, yeah. I, I think back to being a kid and I'm like, I love these movies. And I look back, I think back now and go, that I have terrible taste in movies. <laughs> Holy. It was, it's just a <laughs> thrown together, weak story, mm-hmm. bad ADR, bad acting, unbelievable characters, no yeah. character development. Story was all over the map. Yeah. It had no, nothing holding it together. Yeah, it had nothing. Again, back to the point of like nobody coming to look for him after he escaped this place where he was never supposed to escape from. Yeah. Just it, and then being uh, like chill man. with it. Yeah. It just, it just it was just stupid. It was a stupid movie. Dumb. But I laughed my ass off yeah. in a lot of parts. I'm really yeah. glad. And I'm glad you got to watch it. Mm-hmm. And now it's time <gasps> my for last, the last pick one. Until we get new lists. <laughs> Grindhouse Planet Terror. I like this movie. I do too. Oh, okay. So I put I put that, but there's a stipulation because that one comes in like two for one type of deal. So we can either watch Grindhouse Planet Terror or Death Proof. I like them both. I do too. But <laughs> we'll I, do Planet Terror. We can cool. still kind of make fun of Planet Terror. Yeah, we can we can make bits. more fun of Planet Terror than we can Death Proof. Yes. 
I'm excited. Yeah, that was all right. That was yeah. double team. Oh yeah, double team. <laughs> That was a horrible Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, find us on Instagram and Facebook. Smash, what did they say? Smash that Smash subscribe button. Smash the subscribe button, bro. Do please. it. Please. Yeah, share with people. Spread it around. Yeah, spread it. We think we're funny. We're having a good time. Spread this. Spread this. Not moment. the virus. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, follow us on YouTube. Share with your friends. Like it. Do all that stuff. Comment. Yeah. Roast if you have a movie you, you want. want us to watch, we'll do it. Yeah. Oh, uh, Sebastian. Post that burp video, dude. Send it to me. We'll put it on the yeah. show. You want to do phone in, but I'm like, oh, we don't have that kind of capability. Yeah, we're we, ghetto here. We're yeah. shooting this on our phones. Yeah, we recording don't. on GarageBand. Yeah. What do you think of this is? 2020? Come on. <laughs> what do you think this is? Uh, profitable production? Yeah. We have to pay for this. Yeah. We pay for this for we, you guys. Our sponsors aren't real. Yeah, they're fake. <laughs> All right. Let's call it there. Bye. Bye. Everybody. This is Real Garbage.